Dein Tuschi. How's everyone doing today? Hopefully good. Yeah. They can't respond. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I never really know. It's like third person. <laughs> How are you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing good. We got a little, I don't know. I have this, I think I described it in the last one. We got this little like rickety pong table set up. Not even long enough to play pong on. No, but... dude. I'm pretty sure I played like King's Cup on this like <laughs> probably like a month ago at a Halloween party. Dude, this <laughs> is one of the tables that you could like. You wouldn't even have to jump on it. Like you just, you probably just sit on this and it's breaking. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> can support like fifty pounds. Oh so. yeah, no, the Bills Mafia is all over this. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we gotta get those guys away from that. <laughs> <laughs> but we got the. I'm on the third floor of this apartment, so we got like a little, little flurries coming down. A couple days after Thanksgiving. Dude, I'm ready. Just, I'm ready to get the ski season started. Man. Have you gone yet? I actually did yesterday. Yeah, I went yeah. on Tuesday. Did you? Where'd yeah. You go? Or Wednesday, Wednesday. I went to Eldora. Hey, that's where I went yesterday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like it? Dude, it was it was good. Yeah. Um, first time snowboarding out here. I'm a I'm a snowboarder. You said you're a skier. Oh yeah, I'm a skier. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't get along. No, well, I did go with a snowboard yesterday. <laughs> I saw him ate it a couple times, face first. You just laugh at him. Oh, one hundred percent. Toe edge, man. I, uh, I, I ever tell you that I taught at Granite Peak? Right? No, no, yeah. I don't so think I, I knew that. Um, so I obviously I'm a skier, right? But I also taught snowboarding. Somehow they allowed me to uh, teach snowboarding after like pretty much never learning. Yeah, how long have you done? Have you snowboarded? Um, preface i've only snowboarded six times <laughs> oh my God. you literally know the number <laughs> yeah because uh it was just really funny because i'd literally just seen that south park episode i don't know if you've ever like seen the one with like the one skier dude he's like all right little dude like pizza to go slow french fry to go fast and it's like you know your classic instructor oh gosh bro. that's exactly my embodiment person that I was <laughs> that's that's what you were oh of course you have to you have to do that because otherwise these people like have no idea if i'm capable of actually teaching them or not yeah but so you just talk the lingo and yeah you're in, you oh know. yeah yeah <laughs> right, and then you're fine like i mean these kids are like three to seven years yeah, old so yeah. it's not like it's it's rocket science yeah um i don't know if any of them got any better um, i think i might have fallen <laughs> them, which was a concern i mean hopefully they're not tearing up the slopes you know like, <laughs> it's just wisconsin it's fine yeah it's not like they're going down big mountains anyway. yeah maybe they'll be the next sean white but who knows? first coached by you yeah. i yeah no i this is the reason probably why I'm not going into pediatrics for PT. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's no way you're going to the Olympics and snowboarding out of Wisconsin. <laughs> we just don't have the hills for that. No, like, definitely not. No. And I I, I'd I, like to say with hills, they call them mountains out there, but I don't... Hey, dude, it's false marketing. Yeah, the <laughs> Red Mountain in yeah. Wausau, Wisconsin. Come on now, like, let's be real. It's, it's, it's a hill. It's, it's not even a thousand feet. <laughs> Dude, we're at like sea level. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. Was, I will. So I went once to um, in Wisconsin before I came out here to to snowboard. I think it was in. Is it Cascade? Yep. Is that the one pretty close to Madison? Mm-hmm. 
And like it was whatever. I went with four skiers who didn't know how to snowboard, and I like chose to snowboard. Yeah. So like, they were like, "Yeah, we can't really help you, man." And I decided to like figure it out, and yeah, I picked up some stuff. But yeah. um, on Wednesday we went, and I went with with a couple that have been like going for a long time. Right. And this guy can just rip like black diamonds at with ease, you know, like he's he's super super good yeah and like he was teaching me some stuff we like went on the bunny hill just to like warm me up and stuff oh yeah of course and then yeah i got on a ski lift and dude the ski lift went for like ever i forgot that we were like in colorado until i like you know i was like a little like a little stressed to get on the ski lift because i I haven't like gone on one really before so then i like sat down and i like got adjusted in my seat i'm like oh i made it and then i look up i'm like Oh my god, it just goes forever, bro. Like Yeah, I think the the lift you're talking about, it goes like a thousand feet a minute and you're on that lift for yeah. three minutes. So you do the math there. Wisconsin is only like eight hundred feet total. <laughs> so yeah, you, you times it by five already. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. I was like it was like one of those like Wizard of Oddest moments, like we're not in not in Kansas anymore. Oh, no. We're not in Wisconsin anymore. <laughs> I, was no, like, yeah. I was like, holy smokes. And, and how did the first round go on that? I mean, I pretty much just plowed all the way down, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. Uh, so you're the guy that I, I need to have fisticuffs with when uh, I slip out on ice because my edge isn't catching. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was plowing all the way down. Got it. Dude, it was so steep. I was like, I'm not messing. <laughs> like, to go to the bunny hill to the blue, I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Yeah. And, like, you, yeah. Difference between Wisconsin and here, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll go bunny hill. It's like maybe like a five foot. Yeah. Like, yeah. And out here, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go like a 13% grade. Oh, my God. Like, difference. Dude, like, it's crazy, yeah, man. I, I was, I was, I was like scared to even going on the blue. I'm like, that's very, very steep. Yeah. But no, that's good. It worked out. And <laughs> we went a couple more rounds and then just got some beers and good. hung out. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I just, I just sent it. I think people will probably think I'm crazy for this, but I just like, I just ripped the icon pass like before I even went snowboarding, like, cause I figured like it'd be up my alley. Like yeah. I, I skateboarded a good amount. So, did you like, get the student right? Um, yeah, I did. So it was yeah. like five fifty or something. Solid. Like it wasn't, yep. it wasn't. So for people that don't know all the scounties listening, <laughs> that's like majority of my fan base. That's like hilarious. no one knows me out no, here, bro. Like, um, the icon pass is this like like pass that you can get that you can just like ski or snowboard for the entire winter i think they've got other places like technically you can go like out west too right but like i would um, never do that uh you can actually go east coast as well oh really you go east coast you can go to canada um you can go to jackson hole wyoming uh you can go to utah there's a couple places out there california there's actually one shout out to uh, my boy Elias and Wilmot Union uh, down in Racine. There's uh, one in Racine? Yeah, Wilmot Mountain um, and uh, Mount Pleasant. Yeah, there's definitely one there because he gets a reciprocal Wow, pass, when so. I go back for Christmas, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to just go to that one to save some money. It's good on, man. It's Monopoly. Everyone, everyone's uh, absorbing all the hills. and I mean, yeah. I, I think at some time it's just going to be like icon epic yeah owning everything and then you can just pretty much go throughout the u.s i mean that i would honestly prefer that it's just you save money and yeah yeah think about any other place like in the world like japan has just pretty much one 
all-inclusive place. Oh, really? Yeah. How do like, you know? Oh, uh, my buddy was out there. <laughs> oh, I was like... <laughs> epic, epic and icon. popped out to Japan. Yeah, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have money for that. But yeah, it's like... But majority of them are in Colorado, right? I mean, Colorado's just such a big... There's like... 20 spots you can hit in Colorado, right? Yeah, most of them are free because most of the skiers and snowboarders are out here. Yeah. That's what I've heard from the people on the lifts. Now, take that with a grain of salt. Some of these people are uh, interesting characters, but (laughs) (laughs) um, that's what what I've been getting. What what do you, like, not all of them are free? Like, if I went to Racine, I'd have to pay? Yeah, so there's an upgrade that you can get as well. So Oh, yeah, I I just got the baseline. Yeah, it was like the base plus, and then the full, like, you can go to jackson hall you could go to um i believe snowbird alta yeah utah just different places that you can upgrade to but yeah that's it's the 411 on the icon pass it's yeah it's better than uh us midwestern folk <laughs> yeah you just get your little card and scan it up and then yeah yeah i don't know at least in colorado they're off i think most of them are free and yeah um they are beer the, the beer is not free i'll tell you that <laughs> they ran me up them. <laughs> Oh my god, it's yeah. expensive, bro. I mean, that's ski hills. I have a, I have a one eighty on that conversation there. How do you like the beer culture, Wisconsin to Colorado? Because I, it's <laughs> a good question. This is this is something I've had to have a question with with all my Wisconsin friends that have come out here. Because obviously, out here, it's kind of like what my interpretation is is like you go out to a brewery and you just have a couple, you know, more of the the talking type, yeah. like getting to know someone else. But out in Wisconsin, dude, we're just, we've got seven out of the ten drunkest cities. In the yeah. <laughs> and people are out here just blacking out, left and right. What's going on? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more so up my alley of just like going to a dive bar and having a couple. That's fair. And like, what's nice about Wisconsin and here, I feel like you can give it both of that. Honestly, like my honest opinion is that like. Both of them are pretty similar, yeah. I think. Like, I think there's just slightly better moderation here than in Wisconsin. That's like, I feel like there's less, less alcoholics and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Alcohol. I have alcoholism on both sides, so I'm like, we 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 win in. I'm like a, a typical scon in that regard, you know. Like, alcoholism. Oh my gosh, it has gone back hundreds of years, probably. Like, I mean, at least to my great grandparents on both sides, I can tell you that. I mean, when you choose a place to live like in Wisconsin, that's uh, it's always interesting. Yeah, I think people just—it's a cold winter. I don't know why Minnesota doesn't have the same stigma, but I think it might be the people that moved there years ago. And the Germans, just, like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. like they were crazy. I mean, you ever seen the movie Beer Fest? No. Oh <laughs> my gosh, put that on the bucket list. It's on Netflix. I'll write it down. Write same it down. guys as Super Troopers. Um, and they just pretty much just challenged the U.S. Americans to drinking competition. It's all Germans. Oh my goodness! So lineage. <laughs> Max's son. I'm I'm German, so it makes sense. Yeah, I'm German I too. Yeah. I got that on in my blood as well. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm like one of the first in my family to like break that. Like, I'll never forget when I when I went to UW, me and people that don't know me and Jared both went to UW Madison. He's, he graduated a year ahead of me, but, um, yeah, freshman year, my parents are like coming for a game day and I'm in witty, like one of the Mm -hmm. biggest party dorms. Where were you in? Um, well, I was in the Evans house. Oh, I, I frequented witty and salary. Yeah. I was was actually, you gotta, I was in the Dayton house. 
that okay. red building yeah, right yeah next yeah. to celery that's where i was but okay yeah yeah but i was I, I invited my parents to this game i don't remember which one it was a big time game i think so it was like any game is big, honestly. Like it doesn't. We all find some reason to celebrate, like the game days. Shout out Wisconsin, Minnesota today. Yeah, yeah. I'll be tuning into that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, they they come out and they were like, "Oh, are we gonna like meet up or something?" And I was like, "Let's just do it post game because like I'm gonna be pretty like messed up." And like I was like, "You can come to the tailgate," but like it was freshman year. Like right. normally we just go on Lathrop and like just find some random house that was selling like $5 cups and then just like slide in, you know? And like my parents, like I like meet up with them after and I'm just like hammered. And my dad's like, like, we're worried about you. Like, are you like keeping up with your studies and stuff? Just cause like, I'm bought like, like I said, like family history wise, like it was such a big deal. But like, like most students, you kind of, Wisconsin is, I am like fully on board of this. Like Wisconsin is the the best school at the like the work hard, play hard mindset. Oh, I think 100%. like I will have no life Monday through Wednesday. Like I will grind, grind, grind just to just so I can have like Thursday, Friday, like Saturday open to like do whatever I want. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it usually then, involves drinking. Oh, hundred like. percent. And then when you get to the senior year and you get to the senior slide, oh god, then you might go Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Friday, and then maybe it's just Monday, and then sometimes it's just like all of the days dude that was it was bad because like undergrad i feel like both of our lives were just like a lot of everyone there like our lives are just centered around drinking like dude yeah you were grinding (laughs) you're in a phd program so therefore you definitely embody the work hard yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah like people out here you know i've talked to some people that are buffs like colorado yeah how do they yeah they pull a lot of similarities between wisconsin and uh see you out in boulder um especially now that they have like a good football team like it's emulating the same way as wisconsin uh, yeah take that with a grain of salt they have Dion, so that's that's a big thing but they it, I, in my opinion it feels like it's a richer uh wisconsin you got a lot of the people from the coast that really take part in the whole culture because it's it's kind of like a melting pot of just all these different people yeah. going to boulder it's a beautiful spot like it's it's up there with wisconsin i you think? I, I I still think that Madison just holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. With like just the cat, like it's it's not like there's mountains or anything, but when you're used to like the lakes and just how the, the it's hard towers, to top, man. towers over everything else. Yeah. Like, my buddy told me that the Capitol has to be the tallest building in Madison, um, just per like city law. Yeah. But out in like Boulder, it's it's a different vibe. But I I pull a lot of similarities from Madison to to yeah. Boulder, but. Almost went there in undergrad. Oh, really? Glad I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Stayed in state. Stayed in state. Got a lot more uh, um, benefits from that. So Yeah. And I wanted to be a Badger since I was five. So that was kind of like the yeah. big playing factor. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, the Boulder's got all the, like all their buildings have the red roofs or whatever. They do. They're very like in theme where, I don't know, there's two different aspects to it. Because Wisconsin is like everything is very obviously like built in a different time period which makes it i think it makes it fascinating it like, does you have like bascom hall yeah but then you have like you know ed sciences which is very obviously like a building built in the 60s and oh, like yeah. all the buildings built in the 60s like look like crap but like oh, it's just like cool to like yeah. you can walk through campus and kind of see like how things progress right like throughout um, the years yeah um, 
You got Bardeen, you know, Bardeen's ancient, where uh, you kind of hung out. Yeah, yeah. Humanities is brutal, man. Uh, Literally a brutalist. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. But then they got the gnat. Oh, I missed the gnat. The gnat's gone, bro. No, it's, it's brand new. Well, oh yeah, oh, the new yeah. one. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. You're right. They, they did change the name. Have you gone? That. Have you gone to the new no, one? No, and I was so mad. It's insane man. because that was what that started in COVID that they were rebuilding, right? Yeah, you and didn't. That's right when I uh, you already said I was graduated. Go to PT. Yeah, no, but I was supposed to have all my classes. Oh, in there. and then they tore it down. And then they tore it down, <laughs> and then I had to go to the stats building. No, For any, any you uh, Badger alums, you know how brutal the stats building is. It's yeah, so that's and... that's the like medical sciences <sighs> building. Right? Dude, it smells like a pool in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's bad. That was like the old state hospital, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about that, building? Yeah, yeah, just like Fitzsimmons. Yeah, right? yeah, it's the same same thing. Yeah, dude, it's weird how many similarities there. <laughs> that, that's like nuts I think that's how campuses kind of get started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it wasn't FDR. It was uh, what president was stuck on the sixth floor? Yeah, I, I forget who <sighs> they they've told me about it. Though. Eisenhower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was Eisenhower. I think he had pneumonia. I don't remember. Um, and like the Wisconsin's hospital, like this one isn't really. I don't even. Do they have patients in there anymore? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have UC Health. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, they don't have that. That was just during the war. Yeah. Um, I think that like ended sometime in like the Korean War era. Yeah. And then they started expanding. But yeah, I mean that's all. All the campuses are built. It's, Probably how Wisconsin was built too. I mean, Camp yeah. Randall was a camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> During the Civil War, yeah. right? Yeah, that eons ago. No, I feel like what it, if we like surveyed all the undergrads? Like, how many people do you think would actually know that? Like, I, no one, no one cares about the history. No, <laughs> no that's the problem. Like, whenever I see stuff, all I'm the like, old heads. Now right. just, <laughs> I see reels of like people being like, you know, questions that you think you can answer like all the time, like yeah. how to spell something or like how many continents are in like the globe and it's like people don't know it i'm like what is going on with yeah. our culture and our society but yeah I, I, they probably don't know that i mean it says camp randall the name so yeah i would i would give like i give the benefit of the doubt i give 60 percent of people no way yeah, bro. I, maybe not i'd say like world 30 I'd, I'd say 30 world war one they they probably won't get that they'll probably be like camp hmm maybe it was like a fort <laughs> oh god i don't know maybe i'm just thinking ahead <laughs> Yeah, I like the optimism. Jeez, man. It's new for me. Dude, that's... Is it? It's because the Packers keep playing. Yeah, you're like my dad. Just base your entire mood for the entire week on if the Packers win or lose. Yeah. That is like the typical Wisconsin oh, dad. I it's so frustrating. I mean, that's the reason why Wisconsin has so many cardiovascular problems. Yeah. Because, you know... High, low blood pressure. Yeah, the amount the amount of dads and grandpas that are probably have heart attacks watching Packer games is oh. probably just an insanely funny stat. <laughs> like I don't even want to look up. No, there's stats out there. The there probably is, there. bro. There probably is. <laughs> oh, what was it? I was gonna ask you something. I can't remember. Um, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting back to the history thing, like mm. my program. And I haven't taken the immunology course yet, so I guess I can't speak for that. Okay. But, like, a lot of kids in the program are the same way, too. I, I really, like, value having, like, knowing the history of at least, like, your your job or your work. Like, how, right. how, did, how did we get to this point in the field where I can just, like, like, dude, we have machines that can, like, 
look at cells and then look at like their like transcription activity you know like look at their different like like see if like after infection if like genes go up or down like and you can use a machine to do that like and like today i think people just like really take it for granted and just like stick their stuff in the machine and just go but it's like i don't know i'm really trying to start like maybe like some some sort of journal club or something where we just like go over how these things were like discovered you know and like i don't know a lot of a lot of people in the program are like i don't really care about that but it's like yeah that i feel like it's important i think it's important because it helps you to learn about where one like you said where you came from and then also where are we going yeah exactly if you don't know the past how are you gonna know where the future's headed you know like Like, and we we i think you, you probably get told just a little bit of like you know Bits and pieces yeah. of, like, where immunology started at CU or just, like, general. some famous names. Right, and then, like, be able to network with them and whatnot, but, I don't know, maybe, like, a Facebook group would be yeah. good for that. Like, it, you might not have a big liking at school, and I'm just playing devil's advocate against people that probably won't, but I think that you could probably get a Facebook group and just start, like, shooting the stuff around yeah. with people and, and then kind of learning through that and... That that could give you some good ideas of like how to advance your own work. Yeah, easily. yeah, that's crazy. I, I'm I'm kind of stuck on the thing where you said there's a there's an actual thing that you can look at a transcription of DNA. Like, yeah, isn't that nuts, man? Dude, I'm like I was looking at my hand when you were doing that. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, in physical therapy, everything's just like kind of there. It's like, oh, I I've, I've seen the muscles, the yeah. cadavers. It's like, but then you're talking about like. We're going down so micro. Yeah. Like I was talking about that with my roommate Nate because he wants to. I mean, he wants to be a PT too. And right. Like you guys very much to look at like, I think the bigger picture. Right. You know, where right. like you can like see your muscles, you can see everything moving, mm-hmm. and then like, I'm like very much so okay. Like I'm looking at a very similar thing, but we're we're like zooming in way more on it, and it's like, it's really like two different worlds. Dude. Like it's. <laughs> It's crazy. It's nuts. It's it's absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, and that was so funny that we were able to do a project together with yeah. the liking of of immunology. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll do physical therapy. Uh, I don't know what cells are, man. I just know we're made of them. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that's how it all got kicked off, bro. Yeah, that it was did. that was so long ago, bro. I, so I forget long. about that. Yeah, I always forget about the origin stories. I forgot, I forgot that you were a freshman. I was yeah. a sophomore too dumb to be in your class <laughs> dude that was that was what was it just the gen bio course it was gen just... bio turns out i didn't actually have to end up taking that for pt school because i was still in pharmacy school at the time oh you so, did but you had to take it for farm i take it for farm and then yeah. like halfway through the semester i switched over but hey cheers to that because yeah i wouldn't have met you until maybe later we're still ever. here yeah. yeah i was like super naive because i was still a freshman and yeah. like I'd like be questioning them on some of these where they already know all the answers, right. but I was just like, I mean, that's a good trait to have though, is questioning <laughs> the, the result of something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, that, that is me in a nutshell. Bro. Oh yeah. Just, I mean, I mean, that's what you have to do in that science. Dude. Yeah. I always tell people like, I think I just asked enough whys right. and now once you ask enough whys, you get to do your PhD, you know? Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, when you start when you start your two you get the terrible twos, you just say like, why about you your mom. Dude, that was me as a kid, yeah. and I was always asking yeah. My parents hated that. Like, <laughs> hey, here, here you are. But it, it makes sense though. It it, uh, it makes sense. I mean I truly like I don't know, for me it's like if I 
if I can like understand something, if I can understand the reason behind why something works the way it does, like I don't even have to memorize it then. Cause then like memorization is just like you wrote memorizing something and not really understanding the full picture. But if you can like understand that full picture, then it's like, it's very easy to walk through like DNA replication because you know, like why every step is there, you know? And like, that's always helped me like figure stuff out. I think, I think that right there is like the perfect embodiment of what they wanted us to learn in school. Like the concepts. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean like the overarching picture of everything, like everything did come down to like memorization. Yeah. Testing is and everything, but that's a big thing. I, I think is a great tool to have, especially like, for PT as well, it, it, it holds in every single facet of life. Like yeah. why does, why, why am I able to, you know, run a farther distance instead of like being able to do short bursts of something? Or why am I able to lift more weight when I still only have X amount of uh, muscle fibers? Engaged? Yeah. It's like, it's just kind of like to make sense of that really builds that big picture of how you can intricately like, you know, fudge with things that's cool i mean that's That's a cool way to look at it that's kind of like how my philosophy is of like all of the different things that we learn about in school um but yeah i mean i feel like that's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good trait to have yeah for sure because the concepts yeah i I feel like a lot of people would agree like the why questions are also the most fun to Mm -hmm. like answer like questions like that it's like that's a very common question that like just like an average joe who doesn't who isn't a pt might ask you like Yeah, it definitely, like, if you came into the clinic and, like, I said you had uh, thoracic outlet syndrome, and you're like, what is that? Explain it, what it is. And yeah. Like, well, why is that happening? I'm like, well, there's different mechanisms of injury here yeah. at play. And that's what builds our, I think, our fields um, into the strong point that they are. Like, the reason why we need to go to graduate school is, like, okay, that higher thinking thought is not just yeah. about memorization. You have memorized and understood how this mechanism of injuries work is like working it could be your clavicle it could be neurovasculature you could you could be short on some like platelet count level or like something vasculature that like i would have to then refer out to you and then that's where we build the whole healthcare system yeah um so that's just like the fascinating part the one part that i don't like about that though is that <laughs> there's not an answer just kind of like right there on the table for you all the yeah. time and that's the frustrating part when you work with people and patients you want to figure it out right away but Sometimes you just can't like it yeah. just comes with time and it comes with dedication. It's kind of like an investigation a little bit. I I don't know. I I guess the reason why I went into research was it. I just like and maybe this just comes across selfish, but like I just didn't want to listen to people's problems all day. Yeah. You know, like it was yeah. just I I could just see how draining that would be. And like research is, I mean, don't get me wrong, draining, but like in a very different way. Yeah. And like it requires honestly a similar pattern of thought but just like instead of someone's like outcome on the line or someone's like like recovery on the line for me it's just like you know if my if i let my cells go too long like they die you know and it's like it's not the end of the world you know (laughs) like i think i also like that too it's like the pressure and like the bar is a lot lower instead of like for you guys like Yeah. yeah like if you don't give them the right treatment and stuff like there's gonna be repercussions yeah exactly yeah i i agree with that to the most part the one thing that i think the biggest separation between that is just in life like the frame of reference that you have 
going into it. Like yeah. you were we all had positive exposures to where we've gotten to right now. Yeah. And I broke my elbow. I was able to get recovered and I was like, well, I want to know how that process went internally and how they did it externally. And I think that for me buying into it allows me to have a little bit of leeway. Like I was in the neuro ICU um, a month and a half ago. And these people are motor vehicle accidents, cancer, meningitis, like the whole gambit. And it's like at your lowest moment of life. And it yeah. really, really sucks. But the thing is, is that my frame of mind going into it was like, I can only do so much for this person. Yeah. And that's, I'm going to give the best problem solution. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Can yeah. Because like you said, you can burn out through it. And I, I think that that's hundred percent prevalent in any one of our fields, but it's just kind of like what you, what you bring to the table is what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, and as long as I can change the things that I can change, that's the biggest thing that I can control. Like, Otherwise, then yeah, you're gonna, gonna be frustrated and like distraught. But you know, working with these people, especially, I had a, a lady that had literally brain surgery, and we walked the same day that she had like four hours later. And I'm Jeez. like thinking about it. And I'm like, you, I oh, you had your cranium opened up, and we're walking, and you got all these wires attached to you, and you're, and it's it's crazy and like these people are just like miraculous human beings and it gives you that greater sense of like how powerful we are yeah um but i think that yeah it's just like big like frame of mind frame of reference like kind of bias you 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 have implicit bias going into each one of your uh fields so of course i'm gonna love what i do and you, of course you're gonna love what you do yeah and we have then the biases against those things i could never sit in front of what you do but i respect the heck out of it yeah but that, that's just not for me you know yeah we each have a different calling of what we want to do right philosophy hours 101 yeah <laughs> for real no that was good that was good i like i like going deep like that and yeah looking into it a little more yeah. i i was actually just this kind of reminds me i i've been journaling since like probably around like the summer going into freshman year of college yeah and like a couple nights ago, I was just bored and I like pulled out my notebooks from like freshman year and like wow. I wanted to I wanted to trace back how far it went until I was like like wanted to like until I officially said like I wanted to like go on the PhD route and like dude it was crazy like I was I think it was like early December I was like I have like an entry that said like I believe like if I want to go to med school like I can do that you yeah. know and then like three weeks later. I think it was like just like the start of like 2020 and there was an entry like I want to like I really want to get on this path of like getting my PhD in immunology and I like said that and this is like like almost going on like four years ago yeah Yeah, and like it's just nuts man I like love like having that documentation because it's just like it's one thing I wish I would have done dude it's so cool because when did when did you break your elbow because that's like when you kind of started you think like Uh, thinking about it mine was freshman year of undergrad yeah on soccer Um, so similar then yeah Yeah. I was on the farm track and I was like oh I I knew I was gonna go into science um yeah but I didn't want like there was all these things like ortho orthodontist I could never look into people's mouths yeah thanks yeah. <laughs> um, not a huge blood person so i was like well maybe i could go into athletic training but like at the same time like those gruesome injuries are pretty crazy and i think i don't think i would work well in that high stress environment and i did the same thing and i was like oh man like the person who took care of me great for them like they did an awesome job like was able to get me under 
uh, wraps. I did drive home from Green Bay. It was actually in, oh that, my uh, gosh. I think it was in Howard. Um, and I think uh, it was at the old ice rink that turned into uh, um, an indoor field. I don't and know you were playing up there for undergrad? Yeah, we were playing in a tournament over Thanksgiving. It was like a U21 thing that we were playing in with me and my But it's through the university? No, no, no. Oh, was no, it this separate? Was just like separate. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, broke my elbow, told I was going to get surgery, got surgery. It was the Jeez. first time I went under for I did like not know that. surgery. Got a little like happy face little scar here. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, was that, what month was that? that oh, me, that was that freshman was year. year. So that was, was before, before bio then. Yeah, okay. that was year before you, when yeah. I met you. Yeah, so that was... Um, around thanksgiving it was like six years ago right around now yeah actually like technically it was on a saturday so who knows no um but yeah did that went into pt actually saw an occupational therapist because i can get into that there's a little difference between them yeah a lot of people think that it's just upper extremity but it's not my mom's ot yeah then you know yeah know. we don't need to go into that route um saw one saw a hand therapist for a while and then saw a physical therapist and i was like really fascinated in that and i was like hmm, i love like the exercise component and like how you can empower the person to do the like frankly like i'm laying on a little secret of pt but i'm just kind of here to facilitate i'm not really doing much as a physical therapist i'm giving you the tools yeah that you you already possess that you can get to that point i'm just making sure that that's it a cool way to look at like, it. Like, yeah. Frankly, you can say positive and negatives about that. Like, oh, why are we getting paid so much for it? It's like, you don't actually do any hands-on skills. We do some, like, you know, manual therapy techniques and whatnot. But I'm giving you the, the like, the tools and you the power to change something that you're... We see people at a low point. Another, like, point you're talking about of, like, I can never do that. Well, we see people at, like, one of the lowest points of their life and build them back up so they have a higher quality of life yeah like it's just it's really really fascinating um but that really helped me and then i also worked with my uncle um when he had alzheimer's he was uh seeing a lot of pts and occupational therapists and just kind of like seeing like even with like cognitive delay of something that is inevitable unfortunately he was able to maintain his quality of life physically until probably like a year and a half until he passed away and I mean, that's just, like, fascinating that, like, you're able to dissociate, like, kind of, like, mind versus matter. Yeah. And you can still do it. So, yeah, that was, like, kind of, like, my full journey to uh, PT and, like, to get into that realm. Um, Christian will always think that I uh, stole it from him because he, he, I think he declared before I did. Is he a PT, too? Yeah, he's going to go into OT. Okay. We both did kinesiology, though. So we're just going to open up our practice when we, uh, when we both graduate. <laughs> he actually got me across uh, not too long ago. Nice. Yeah. Because so. he was here for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, he came out here for like three weeks uh, to visit and whatnot. Um, but oh, he never lived here though? No, he never lived here. Oh, I thought he did for some reason. No, no. Um, do you have a buddy that lives here? I do. From Wisco? Yeah, yeah. He's in the Evan Scott program. Okay, maybe that's him. Engineer. Because yeah. I definitely know Christian. Yeah, you know Christian. Yeah. I remember for... Yeah, I think when I visited here for interviews, we were talking about one of your friends that, like, moved out here, too. Yeah, it was my buddy Sam. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's an engineer. He was also in the Evan Scholar program. Shout out to Evan Scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, caddying. Big uh, caddy guy, uh, yeah. Actually, caddying, actually, <laughs> a year from now. 
I uh doing I what? The, um the BMW Championship Pro Am for uh um the PJ Tour is gonna be out here in August, like right before I go to my last clinical. And, and like so you would got, apply to be a caddy and I'm, stuff. I'm, yeah, I got I got accepted to caddy in uh, the pro am. So no way, who knows, maybe I can caddy for Tiger if he does that well next year. I doubt it. Tiger's not gonna play that much, but um, but don't they already have like designated guys they want? Yeah, it's like just, Tiger is gonna have his own dude. dude right? I'm, I'm there just for like the vibes. Yeah. I'm just for the PR. Yeah, just to like make all this money for the scholarship. I'm not doing crap. Like they got their own dudes. I was gonna say, yeah, because like, you, you're not gonna be able to give a pro advice oh on like God, where to shoot. No. <laughs> I'm taking that advice. I'm like, hey, can you come caddy for me? I'll pay you like a thousand dollars. Yeah, no way. Money, <laughs> I was gonna say, there's no way you're gonna be like, oh God, no. Tiger, you're gonna need the five instead of the six. Like, there's no way you can. That'd be that so call. funny. Because <laughs> they make those calls, right? Or oh, they at least like recommend, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they do all the time. They hot mic them. They they hear like dudes just talking like in circles, and the cat's like, "All right, we're doing this. We're doing this." And they're like, "Okay," then they do it. They just it take out. their word for it. That's so nuts. That's man. that's the interesting thing about like the caddy golfer relationship is that you have to build that trust on another level. Um, a lot of guys in, on the tour definitely have like their best friends in the bag or someone that yeah. they have like a working relationship for a really long time. But I mean, you, you have you played golf before? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, you have, I'm terrible. I mean, but yeah, I, I know how to play. <laughs> you know, like any sport or anything you do, you have to commit to something in order to get like the most positive result or yeah. like, a result that you want to see out of it. Well, that's just like golf's a big mental game on top of the physical aspect too. Like if your mind isn't there, then like you could be all wayward you like in the middle of your swing you have a, a bad thought about oh i could leak right and then you hit the ball right and then you yeah. your sol well that caddy's there to be like no doubt whatsoever it's another facet of the game just like you're hitting this i know Trying you to give can, you confidence put it right yeah there. and then they visualize that's a big thing for like golfers they always talk about they're able to visualize the shot before it even like occurs like tiger is probably one of the greatest examples of that you can see that left or right draw, uh, fade go easily like right at the hole and that's what makes him to go Whoa. i mean he was a machine though like the dude literally had has no he emotions. talked about that before i didn't know that a little bit like i mean he started when he was two he was in the limelight right away i mean his dad military trained him because yeah. his dad was in i believe the air force or something so he was like you know you commit you go for it, and you put 100% into it at every waking moment. Mentality, you know, that's what separates Tiger Woods from the rest of everyone else. It's but such yeah, a mental game, man. The caddies definitely makes, I mean, there's a story of, like, Tiger, uh, they are playing a tournament when he won the U.S. Open, and they had two balls left, and he hit one in the water, and he was in contention, and the caddy reaches back in the pocket. and Last ball. Last ball, and he's, like, he's, like, hesitating there, and gives the ball to Tiger, and Tiger's like, what? And he's like, nothing, just uh, go hit that six iron right at the pin, baby. And didn't say that. He didn't, even, he didn't even tell he him. He didn't even tell him. They're on, like, the 15th oh hole, God. and they're, like, you know, millions of dollars on the line. Like, like what happens if you lose your ball? Are you, you DQ'd? You get, you get stroked. So you get, like, two, three stroke. I think it's a two-stroke penalty. Because then you can buy some from the pro shop, but, like, you're then holding up play, and, like, you know, it's, it's not for the game. And, uh, yeah, after the round, they, they win, and... Tiger like asks his caddy back in the in the cabin. He's like, "What was that all about on 15? He's like, "That was the last ball that we had in the bag." 
It's like, you're kidding me. <laughs> like, they could have easily been lost. Yeah, that is nuts. And he's, like, he's like, you just got to trust me sometimes. <laughs> just blind trust. Oh, my goodness. That's a crazy story, yeah, man. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. It was like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, nah, it's, it's Tiger. Yeah. I, it, it would work. Yeah. Me, dude, me and Nate were talking about um, golf, like, a couple weeks ago. And I think, like, looking at it, like through the eye of like a kinesiologist like that's that is like one of the craziest sports to look yeah. at like motion wise because you you change any like you mess with your elbow your forearm your shoulder like in the back something like you are shanking that ball <laughs> like and yet like people will go on tv and it's especially i don't know people that just aren't educated at golf like they'll they'll look on tv and they're like i don't get why like i don't get why people like this sport like it's so like it's so like basic and stuff but then like those are all the people that have never played because i put you in front of that ball you were gonna shank it or they suck yeah yeah (laughs) you are not hitting that ball like i got my golf socks on and everything too dude i love it man Um, i don't i don't know how you do it i i get so frustrated with that game i started when i was so young oh so i I let all the little angry jareds out right away (laughs) the angry jareds um no, it's 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 a it's great. I'm gonna geek out on this whole topic, but like it's a it's a great physics and like you said, kinesiologist like movement because it's it's literally it builds in your neuromuscular system. It's all about timing because like you can change those different angles. You see, oh, you single, can change everything. <laughs> every single person, every single swing is different. Yeah, wood swing is different. Than Just Phil Mickelson swing. I mean, Phil Nicholson is uh, known to practice off his dad. His dad was a righty, and he just mirrored his swing and that's exactly how he learned and it's like what the heck's all that all about yeah or you got like john daly he's like he's a 250 pound dude but he still hits the living lights out of the ball in one two majors like what the heck's that all about but yeah i'm uh i'm actually planning to get my uh, uh certification to work with golfers oh really um, right after right after school yeah you can work with them like pretty much based on what the movement is you just specialize in it it just makes you look a little bit like know what you're doing a little bit more yeah. so you can specialize their treatment for them um a lot of pro golfers use that too and frankly it's used a lot here florida arizona you know where a lot of people want to play where you can play almost year-round not with the snow you know obviously but um yeah it's it's fascinating um those those sports just like it, for me like hockey is so foreign like I need to learn how to skate, and then on top of it, it looks like the same exact movement pattern yeah. as golf, but you had that skating aspect, and shoot, I'm like a giraffe out there, dude. Like, I, I cannot hold my own. Being from Wisconsin, I, I wish I could, but yeah, I skate really, really bad. Yeah, I can't. I, I've never even... I guess hockey is similar in yeah. some ways, you know? But just had a lot of hockey players play on the golf team all the time yeah. in high school. Does that it translate like, pretty well? Like the swing does. Yeah. Um, I mean, your hands are like positioned positioned a little differently, yeah. but you know the impact point is very similar. Can't really curl a hockey puck, but they do teach you like that wrist movement, the shoulder movement, keeping the eye on the puck, whatnot. Like the base of support is very similar when you think about it. Now you're on skates compared to you're on ground. You're stationary in golf, yeah. and you're moving in hockey, and you're also your hands are apart. But I think there's there's something to be told in a lot of sports, especially that you can translate that over um, very easily. I mean, now you have like a lot of athletic people that are probably just naturally gifted at it, so we can't yeah. really study that. But 
yeah, I think I think there's something to be told there. They were they were all pretty solid players. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Hey, are you thinking about like what you want to do post post grad? Like a little bit, yeah. I mean, I'm almost a a year away. Uh, it's coming quick, yeah, man. December fifteenth, I think, twenty twenty four is graduation day. And will you have like a residency or something to do after that? So, like, how does that look? There's a couple different. Like, if your first question, yes, I'd like to go into sports PT. Okay. End goal. End game. Golf. End game would be golf, or because I'm so frustrated about the Packers right now, their PT because they can't stay healthy to save their life. There's like seventeen guys. In yeah. Game on Thursday. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and we still want to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Jay Love. Jay Love. Daddy loves. All you need is love. It's love season. Um, uh, I, you, so you can do two routes. You can take, so your third clinical, you take up until December before you graduate. Or you can do a year-long internship. You count that as like a residency where you're learning under a mentorship. You are getting paid the entire time, but it's at a stipend rate. Um, but you have to one pass the board exam in October. So before you graduate, while you're in clinic from August to August, 2024 to 2025. I'm guessing the board isn't exactly the easiest thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly the same as like, you know, I wouldn't give it an MCAT, but it has like the, the stressors of the MCAT where you are, or like, the, I guess the ACT would be a good example of like, well, it's a, well, it's pass or fail. So you either yeah. are a physical therapist or you're not a physical therapist, um, <laughs> But it's school is really catered towards the exam, yeah. Primarily, so um, you could go the route of taking the boards. Um, I might do it in October. I'm not really set on it. They told us the other day not to think about that yet. So. Yeah, it's still a ways out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but take that. Be an entire year in a program. Have a mentor. Have a PT above you. Get paid. Or you do a lot of what traditional i guess routes people go to is do that third clinical um take a little bit of time off take the exam in january and then try to find a job somewhere after that usually find out your results within two weeks so i would at the earliest probably have a job by like middle of february but i'd have that off time between the time i took the exam and the time that uh i would accept the job but you know, it's, it's stressful. Like, yeah, I got to find a, um, an apartment where to live. Where do I want to work for the rest of my life? No, nah, I guess not the rest of my life, but for the, yeah, don't nature. look at it like no, that. No, no, no. Just yeah, stress yourself out. Yeah, I don't want to stress myself out. I moved out of the way from Wisconsin here. Yeah. So fine. But, um, yeah, yeah. And then you get in factory and like, do you want to take some time off before you just hop in and make mega bucks? Like, yeah. yeah. I was always told to, prepare never plan in life prepare for something for the that's a good quote um but never plan for something so i'm kind of being optimistic wherever the wind blows and wherever it takes me i'll float there um i'm open to a lot of different things but if i were to like to do something i would definitely want to go to europe because i had uh, i envied a lot of my friends that went after we graduated and i immediately went into the program like three weeks after I yeah graduated, so. i don't know how you did that man Dude, pt's uh, weird like that where yeah. like you graduate undergrad and then yeah there's some programs starting like at June. least at least and shoots is like that and is like that madison is is in august um i know that um, most programs, it really is 50, 50. I mean, I, I didn't start till August. Right. So that like gave me yeah. from May to like late July to just chill. And yeah. It was very much so needed. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause fair. a PhD and any, any grad program is 
very very rigorous oh. and like i i don't know i give you a lot of props for that because i think a caveat though about that was i applied for pt school in september of the year prior and then i found out that i got into anschutz and like other places in the middle of january and then i accepted because it was either okay you can accept or defer when did and you have to accept by i had to accept by i believe like the second week of february but i had visited out here i literally had just come skiing out here i was like it's destiny and then i found out <laughs> i got it. it's destiny, it's, destiny. <laughs> it's fate fate just brought us together <laughs> no and then uh i got denied from madison so shout out to them boo boo rock. wow yeah, dude boo. Yeah. i thought they liked the undergrads <sighs> that's it doesn't i guess play as much of a factor wow. in grad school but it is what it is a little spit, yeah. little spit in the face yeah, for yeah. You. A little slap in the face for yeah jeez yeah. so it's okay that they're not doing great in basketball yeah, yeah. Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um no i'm just kidding love madison oh with my heart um but yeah i got accepted and then i was like kind of senior slid because i didn't really have so you you kind of like relaxed more and yeah. yeah um i was taking my capstone which was probably the only class that i had to like attend yeah I didn't have physics, like, I didn't have any... Like, oh, God, dude, anything. I'm so glad. I can't believe I had to take physics. I, I was this close to taking physics my last semester oh. of college, and I'm oh, so... Why? I took it one semester earlier, and oh. I was done by um, fall semester senior year, and yeah. that was the best decision I've ever made in my entire life, I, bro. Uh, I, I hated that course. Friends that took it the last semester yeah. of college. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, God, dude. dude. like, okay, so... That I mean, sucks. We were coming out of COVID your junior year fall yeah so it was like okay like things are amping up in madison and oh yeah like yeah. like for my spring dude this spring everything was like back to normal it was back to it was, normal yeah. by like that was 2022 it was like yeah. it was two years since that since the covid started so it was like perfect i went to nashville i went to panama city beach um we're going to dollar <laughs> beer nights all the time yeah uh dude so many kk events i Honestly, like, I mean, I wouldn't put a number on it, but I'd say I probably remember, like, 75% of the semester because I was <laughs> drunk for the other 25%. <laughs> so I was, mean, you were in at that point. Like, yeah, it was... I mean... Yeah. Uh, one, the one thing I have is... Yeah, I didn't I didn't know I got in until... Right? I'm trying to even... Well, I, I know I got in, but I the deadline day for you, like, to, to like, exactly. commit to a PhD is, like, not till April, I think. So, like, I didn't really know where I was going until April, and yeah. the one funny thing is that, like, I, this was at the point where I already committed and stuff, and, yeah. like, I had my final, like, thing for my capstone course, and yeah. it was, for micro, it's just, like, you give this, like, 10-minute talk in front of, like, this, like, um, like senior capstone course. There's right. only, like, 30 people, so it's not, like, a big deal, but, um, like, literally, like, two months prior to that, I... I went here and I interviewed and they, they like had us do these, like they had us do these, um, what they called like a chalk talk, which none of my other programs did this. And I don't know if I told you about this, but okay, like no. they had us get up in front of like four or five faculty, four or five current students. And like, we, we like were given, like, if we wanted to like write on a whiteboard and we had to like explain like the research that we worked on in, in undergrad or like what, whenever we worked on what, whatever we want to describe to them. Right. And then like we talk for five minutes, give them a rundown of what we did. And then they'd like ask us questions. Huh. And like, this was factored into like, you're like, if you got into the program or not. Crazy. Yeah. And like, so we did that. And then like fast forward two or three months later, like I had to give this like presentation in front of the class for like, just for a grade instead of like, 
for my admission you know for your admission is like levels higher you know so then like i had this like for my grade and it was like i almost laughed because it's just like <laughs> like i already did it you know yeah. like it, I, I, I gave the presentation and like now this is just for the grade and it's like it, it just it's a lot and it's it's similar to you you know like you studying for like an exam versus like you like making the call on like you know what you want to how you want to treat this patient right. you know like and it's just like worlds different you oh, know God, like yeah. the amount of like the i don't know the responsibility the pressure is like yeah. it's just a way different feeling oh 100 you know, and that's like, like that's the that's the beauty and then also like the hurtful truth of like physical therapy school is that i'm so glad that anschutz does like, yeah nate said anschutz is middle, huge in the middle of like like didactic work because not work. not all of them do that no right? like lacrosse i know does it all at the end regis the sister school uh, in uh, downtown denver yeah does it all at the end i'm going to clinical i just had that two-week clinical over at the inpatient pavilion on campus here was in the neuro icu and then the oncology and bone marrow transplant and just like step down floors and that was it's like you put form into function yeah and one it buys you in that okay we're learning something in school and two it's like this is kind of a knowledge check where am i at where can i reassess myself you yeah. always keep talking about that like reflection 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 same thing like you talked about that um that project it was kind of bs You're like i did it like whatever but you know then when you actually do it in real life and like stakes are higher and they matter you tend to put a lot more effort into it it's funny how that happens yeah but, um it's just it's really nice that like to look back on it it's like you can joke about school all you want but they do like know what they're talking about and yeah they, they do, do a great have, job man like they do have a um a plan set in stone they're like oh we've seen this so we're gonna we're gonna show the kids like how to do this and we're gonna show the students i guess we're not kids i feel like a kid because i think i'm like the third youngest person in my class yeah but... i'm the same way now. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it's 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 just it's fascinating like you know, shout out Anschutz, you know, shameless plug, you know, come out here, PT school. Woo, woo. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, no, I, I really like medical campuses like that when you're learning, um, kind of like the trade for it all. And I mean, that's probably going to be where were you, where would you work as an immunologist with PhD? Would yeah. On a medical campus. So you can, else? yeah, you can work obviously like any PhD can work theoretically as a professor. Right. It's very competitive, but can do that. Um, but, like, the nice thing about going into, like, a STEM degree, specifically, like, healthcare, is, like, there's tons of, like, industry jobs that you can right. you can chase. So, if that means you want to go to, like, a big pharma company, like, Pfizer, Moderna, like, yep. help develop vaccines, or, it, it's not even vaccines, you know, like, there's so many different avenues now. Right. A lot of, a lot of what the cancer field has discovered is that, like, treating cancer is more so leaning away from these like really hard radiation therapies that aren't selective for the cancer at all, which I think is the biggest problem. When you oh. give someone radiation, you're radiating their entire body or like, let's say they have lung cancer, you right. radiate their, all their lungs. So yeah. that means you're killing not only the cancer cells, but also, also their healthy cells, which mm -hmm. is why a lot of those patients look like crap because like you're killing all their healthy cells too. So like, a lot of immunologists are hopping on like you know a lot of people have heard of like cancer immunotherapy and like you can the nice thing about that is you can like selectively only like treat and kill the cancer cells and then the rest of your healthy cells like 
stay healthy, which is yeah. like what you want. Right. So like that, a lot of like fields like that are opening up now. And that's crazy. You know, you can you can even like start your own company mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of different avenues for for um for PhDs specifically like a STEM PhD. Yeah. That's that's like kind of the bread and butter just because like you know like anything in america it has to it has to make a profit at the end of the day right. you know yeah. unless unless you go the academic route which yeah. good old capitalism nothing is guaranteed through that yeah so it's like that's kind of the rundown of that but um i wanted to talk to you about um how when you when you came in and maybe you don't notice this as much now but like did you feel like because I, I like this when you go to grad school because you really see all these different educations from everyone went to like in your class probably went to different like institutions. Like right. how did you feel like your undergrad knowledge like stacked up against these other kids? Yeah, that was actually a big talking point in the in orientation actually. So I'll tell you, I was I was very surprised. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know, I'll, I'll let you talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued what you think too because that was actually a good, that's a good point that you make there. Um, so for just preface for everyone listening, like physical therapy obviously is movement science. Uh, the way that you move, how you move is exactly what we are looking at. Gait, we could be gait specialist, walking specialist, how, how that form and function is. So Madison curated a lot to pretty much get into physical therapy school. Like there were kind of like, I don't know. Were you kines? I was kines. Okay. Okay. I don't know like how you perceive this, but I think it starts a lot with what do you choose as your major? Like mine, I could go into personal training. Cool. Um, that's not really like that highly lucrative unless I make my own business, but I'm not like that sold on doing that myself. I'm not that much of a go-getter. Um, but there you could also go into research. That wasn't really my, my bread and butter. I did a little bit of it for like a semester for like just data collecting and yeah, it was cool, but I could just never see myself into it. Or it's like going into beyond school and it was like physical therapy was one. So like, in my mind, when I went through it, my own bias was PT school is endgame or OT school is endgame for a kinesiology major. Now I have friends that were like PA, um, bio, like going into research, whatnot. It was just like kind of like the way that you learned all the materials. Biomechanically, like my movement science classes, working with people with prosthetics, that helped me so much. Where I would say I, um, what like was like my greatest strengths were were just like things I learned outside customer service working at the golf course that was a big thing able to talk to someone check being able to like think of exercise I think working out on top of yeah that, I think that builds um kind of like your mindset of what you're going into like if you're going into science or like healthcare you're like oh I probably should take care of myself how can I do that in different ways like I don't probably eat the healthiest but I was like okay, I can work out and I know how the body moves that's a big thing that I think helps me visualize how to treat someone else. What is quote unquote normal? And then what is like, we like to talk about what are horses normal and what are zebras? We're always looking for the horses. And then we pick up the zebras here and there that they might have this interesting diagnosis. A lot of people came in with music um, majors. They people. got into PT school? Yeah. How you, do you even finesse that? You have to... Um, just get all the prereqs? You just have to get all prereqs. Uh, you could frankly be a history major and try to go into physical therapy school. Now, it's not the easiest track. It's probably not the best track for you to take. You're probably going to spend a lot more money. I had... Uh, my, my class diversity is... Um, we had one person graduate a year early, so one person that's your age. 
Um, and then the highest is they're on their third, I want to say their third career job. Um, they're a military person. Um, this is a very big military town. Yeah. Or kind of, I would say because this campus this specifically campus is big military because of Colorado Springs area and Fort Collins and whatnot. Um, but it, it helps for those people because I, he was a medic in the army and then he got a business degree when he was, uh, in the army taking night school classes was an accountant, then transferred over to personal finance. And now he's like, I want to do something different. And he's 40 and uh, he's trying to become a physical therapist. Um, So the biggest thing that set me apart, I mean, everyone's smart, dude. Like everyone's just like, just super wicked in what they do. I had a guy that worked at Epic uh, in Madison. Oh, really? And uh, my buddy Brandon just started working there. And I was like, how'd you like it? And he told me like the same things, just that everyone at Epic tells you. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, uh, that's that's a whole different can of worms yeah there's two different like sectors my buddy works in it so he's like not as burnt out but those that are engineers go on the job and travel so often that's the ones that get burnt out so often he's like i don't want to do that i need to sit down and like just be somewhere i want to move but i don't want to be moving physically from state to state yeah all the time Um, but where i lacked a lot was probably the research side evidence-based practice is a big thing um now that makes sense. Like when you use something in the real world, you want to have evidence behind it. Um, you wouldn't give someone um, like a vaccine without doing any research on it. You know, like it just makes sense. Like you need to have like data that shows that yeah. it's, it's worthwhile. It's proven. And I didn't have that experience of like taking in the, the data. I did that for a semester, but it was just kind of like aimless Excel stuff. You're not going to get that through classes either. No. You really got to get into a lot. And then we started doing a lot of that, but that was in my second year. Like I felt strong in anatomy. COVID kind of screwed me over. We didn't have a lot of in-person cadaver labs. So that was kind of like, a, oh, okay. Um, frankly, the rigorousness that's not a word, but whatever. Uh, uh, how rigorous it, the classes were seemed to me my same mindset as undergrad. Like when I was in my track courses of anatomy, biomechanics, um, just the kinesiology courses, I think that really sets you up for success. It really pigeonholes you if you are going into a major. Now people always say you could always just, I could always be a business man and not, and have a kinesiology degree and then just kind of do my own thing there. But I think like having that background really sets you up for like excelling and like what you want to do. It's like that bias I was talking about before. It really sets that frame of mind that I want to do this. People have struggled in my class like early on if they weren't a kinesiology major. Yeah, they weren't that's what I wanted to get at. Yeah, um, they there's like two facets of it. One, they haven't been in school a while. COVID really changed a lot like online classes, yeah. how things are presented, pre-work stuff. That was like of yesteryear for a lot of my classmates who are like uh, 30 and up. Like they never got that. Not even that. Maybe even like 27, 28 because they never had that before COVID that much. Um, but a lot of these people, they struggled with just kind of like the foundational stuff. But once we got past that, no one dropped out. Everyone's smart. Everyone is going to get to that point that they want to yeah um but initially it was kind of like we never had to talk about it but there was a bit of a deviation in our test scoring initially and then it kind of just like eventually everyone catches up. up to the same yeah um but it's the beauty of that whole 
spiel is that each person has a different outlook on how their patient gets better yeah because of their previous exposure to like where they worked where they went to school there are some like things that i think of going to madison um how you prescribe exercise compared to someone that went to like tcu um everyone's from all over the country we have one person from brazil like it's 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 fascinating we're very diverse and a very white uh male population so same yeah Yeah. it was was really really cool um how about yourself what what would you say on uh your uh your class yeah i i I think i was very fortunate like now seeing yeah like just now seeing like some of the other first years like i think like i'm like i really appreciate like how much uw like has taught me i think like because and i I think i was a special case because i I came in with a ton of credits from high school because we had a dual enrollment Mm -hmm. in my high school with with uw oshkosh so like oh yeah i just loaded up on all those courses so i got to kit i got to skip like gen chem and right um a lot of these other courses that were just like yeah that I, I and then what ended up happening was like i was like do i want to double major for a while and then i was like i don't know my mom gave me like this piece of advice and like it ended up really like paying off for me like so i, I majored in micro mm-hmm. and then I, I could have graduated in, with micro in three years, but yeah. like I kind of wanted to stay on and like I could continue to build my resume towards grad school and like also just have like the four year experience, graduate with all my friends, you know. So yeah. like that like last year, like and really starting in junior year, like in fall semester, like I, I took I took immunology and like I didn't have to take that course. Yeah. And like I ended up like taking like immunology, like pathogenic bacteriology so we got to learn about all like the dangerous bacteria like tetanus and like all the different bacteria that can like used to kill you and now we just have all these antibiotics against us that we don't really like hear much about them anymore but um i took a like a a cancer course oncology we learned about cancer and all the different mutations that can like lead to it and then um yeah my last semester i took like a, a virology course so we learned about all these like different viruses and stuff and like um and like i've i've been even finding a lot of people like in my program now like didn't have to take ochem so like our first course was um it was just called like it was just a general course they just called it core so it went over all these foundational like biochem cell bio all these like very like foundational stuff that you need and like the first the first one we took was biochem and like i was like i don't remember much about ochem because i didn't really like it but like they presented us with like this molecule and did you have to take ochem at all no i was enrolled for two weeks yeah it was <laughs> and then brutal. i switched from pharmacy but like the biggest thing they they do is like there's these like double bonds that like can kind of move and they call it like resonate like resonance structures right, i don't know right. if you remember that yep. they can like move throughout the molecule and it'll like it'll like more overall like stabilize the molecule and that was like the biggest thing for me is that like this was when i like first realized it is like we all were going over material like reviewing this material and like i was like oh like this molecule is resonant so it's like more stable than this other one which like helped us solve the question and like a couple of the people like looked at me and they're like like what are you talking about and that's when i was like i like appreciated like how much like madison like really provided like and i like i don't know i I, like ended up like ever ever since then and like now on like 
because of all those elective courses I've taken too, like, I just feel like I know a lot of stuff and like that, that is like very helpful to me. And, um, it's an immunology program, right? So like most people like focus on just the immune system, but like, I'm more so interested in like classical immunology that kind of how immunology was founded upon. Like we have this gnarly bacteria or virus that's like kind of killing the host like what can we what is the immune system doing wrong that it can't kill off that right and i really like to study that interaction and like a lot of other people don't really care about that but like so like i know because i studied microbiology i know a lot about like the bugs and like you know bacteria have different structures that like our cells don't and like i've really found that like a lot of people in the program don't know this stuff so like just like very like rudimentary bacteriology stuff they right. don't know because like why would they like they're studying the immune system they're not studying that so it's like it's cool like i think that's when i realized like dang like madison taught me all this stuff and it's like it's it's been like super cool because i can like i find myself teaching like not just the first years but like third and fourth years like yeah. what this stuff means because like i took courses on it at madison right. it's just yeah you, it's you, awesome man so like now, correct me if I'm wrong. You kind of like took these excess, like not accessory courses, but like these additive courses. Yeah. Like, Instead of like double majoring right, or something. That really brought you a bigger picture of how everything exactly. works together. Yeah. Okay. So there's a person in my class who was a behavioral therapist. And like I was talking about before, physical therapy, a lot of it is your mind. Like how you are going to get better is based on how your outlook is. Isn't that nuts, it's crazy. man? And like, I feel like she has a step and a leg on everyone else because she knows those, I mean, I want, I don't want to say manipulative, but like she knows those <laughs> ways of like how to manipulate your brain to think like whether it's placebo or not, that you are getting better or you will get better. Like to be able to guide you through like proper brain functioning, which is supposed to be like 50% of what we do physically because your brain is part of your body. Um, so like, I think like you said there, how you are a leg up on everyone else and you have like kind of this broader picture of how immunology works and how the entire immune system is working. I think, yes, that me, I'm very like, kind of like what your classmates are focused on this one thing, but her, she's like, I have this whole repertoire that I can just like utilize right away. And like my classmates might, you know, pick up on it eventually in their careers, but they already like know these things and can already utilize them and their patients might get better yeah without like you even doing a study on it and like i think that's fascinating that's a that's a great point you make like so what 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 can i do to facilitate the uh interaction between why my immune system is not working based on x y and z of different factors that someone has not already looked into yeah i think that's what sets you apart for to go into research and to be able to ask the why brings it all back exactly yeah but why is this not happening it's like let's go and figure it out yeah for better or for worse if it takes me forever i think it's fascinating it's uh so it's i keep looking at the thing you have there it's your own adventure it's exactly (laughs) like i don't want to be cliche but that's literally what it is yeah yeah but like you said it's like for better or for worse it gives me a different perspective on because we all come from different places and like I think it's cool. It really comes out in like conversations and like, especially like our past work that we worked on, you know, I'm all host path. Like I love how the immune system interacts with the pathogen. That's like my, my bread and butter. Whereas like 
I have other people in the program that are like diehard, like autoimmunity people. So they want to, you know, they worked in like multiple sclerosis labs and like lupus labs and they, they more so look at, okay, like why is, why is our immune system reacting against self against our own tissues and stuff? And like that, like at, at first, like, I don't know how that would even connect with like a pathogen, but like, as you, as you begin to like interact with these people more, you, you start to see this overlap and like kind of gets back to what I was saying with the history thing. Like it's, it's important that like, I know a PhD is like, so like you said, pigeonholed and a lot of these pro- professional programs are like that, but it's like, it is so fundamental. And you even said it to like, really like, try different things like go go to a neuroscience seminar and a lot of that stuff is gonna go over your head Mm -hmm. but like just try to grasp it because like the more you know about these other fields that are all still a part of your body like the more you're gonna see like oh my like these these actually overlap in a lot of ways and like what what sets you apart there is that like instead of like joe schmo who just is an expert on physical therapy or just an expert on the immune system like you're going to have a leg up because you, you can pull these things that you learn from other fields and like intertwine them into your field that like you wouldn't think would have a connection, but like ultimately it all, it all does connect. That's nature. Mm -hmm. Nature all works together. You know, like you take away one component and the whole, the whole thing crumbles, you know, like, and like that, that's what I'm really trying to do. You know, like, I think it's, it's important to pigeonhole yourself and become an expert on your craft, you know, whatever that may be. For me, it's that interaction between the bug and the immune system, how they like fight each other. But like, I mean, who's to say once a week, I don't spend an hour on the brain and looking into Mm -hmm. the brain or like how exercise influences your outcome on, on a sickness or a disease, you know, like I think it's all, it's all important, man. Yeah. If uh, CU Andrews uh, medical campus was listening to this right now, they would want us to come on every single medical tour because this is just marketing one-on-one. This is literally like... Well, not to bash Anschutz, but like, I, I think this is one of my biggest critiques, oh, honestly, right. of the program. And then yeah. difference in program. Because... Program is like holistic. Yeah, I... Well, that dude... I think that's one of the reasons I got an interview here because I... It was this... This one was my first interview ever. Right. They had me hop on a Zoom interview during finals week. Of fall semester senior year. So I'm like stressing. I assumed all these interviews were going to be second semester. They email me like a week before I'm going back to Oshkosh. And they're like, we'd love to have you on for a Zoom interview. And like, if, if it goes well, then they'll fly you out for the in-person interview. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I knew this is like the school I wanted to go to. So I was super stressed. But like a day before Nate told me, he's like, Anschutz is awesome because like, and I think you might've told me too, because like they stick all the med students and like all the other professional programs in the same, some of the same classes. So I was like, they're like, well, why do you want to come here? And I was like, yeah, I like heard from my PT buddies that like, you guys are really good on like cross collaboration and stuff, but they like for the grad programs, the PhD program, they really struggle. Like immunologists are here even like, so this, this is kind of a, a weird thing, but like it's the department of microbiology and immunology. So they have all the micro and all the immunology professors in one department, but the PhD programs are, yeah. So that they have an immunology and a microbiology separate programs. And dude, like a lot of the, 
a lot of the immunologists in my program don't even know the microbiologists. And I'm like, guys, like, we're all on the same team here. Like, we're literally both studying cells, just different kinds of cells, you know? Like, and it's just like, that's exactly what I say. I, I go, ah, because I know, like, we could, like, we could put together some crazy papers together and, like, we could further each other's careers if we just, like, talk to each other, bro. Like, it's just, I don't know why it's like that. That's yeah. frustrating. Because it's like, it's still that. It's just like two minds are better than one. Yes, like, why bro. Would, why yes. Why would you put you guys together? Einstein, who's known as like one of the smartest dudes to ever live, like he didn't do it alone. Like, no one did it alone. No, like, he, he, he even said Oppenheimer, whether it's true or not. He's like, dude, I like literally cheated off other people. Like, yeah. <laughs> Einstein just finished someone else's work. He's like, I'm just. And like, Oppenheimer added to it. Added like, to you know, it, like it's, it's not. Yeah. You can't do it alone. No, you can't. But, you need you know. Dude, I feel like even you know this from academia, like people's you you really like for me it seems like left and right, I'm like trying to like dodge stepping on people's toes because like some people's egos are just so big that like you give them one little constructive thing and they like they're like, You're a first year, you don't know anything. And it's like, okay, like I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm just telling you the truth. But that's that's <laughs> I thought their whole philosophy was supposed to be like, we want to see you as colleagues. Maybe that's, I know that might be, is that like happening like within the program of like PhD and like research and whatnot? I mean, they say that, but there's, there's a hierarchy, you know, yeah, like, right. Exactly. Like there always will be, always I think, will be, yeah, you know, that's the problem. They're like, Oh, we're all colleagues here. But it's like, well, I already see it as like my professors have been in this field for five to 50 years. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, They've been in here a lot longer. They know a lot more than I do. So I see the hierarchy and then I think that buys them into like them utilizing the hierarchy, even though most of them are like, well, we don't want that to happen. That's good though. Or is it all talk though? It's, I don't know. I, I don't know it's 50, 50. Yeah. I, I, I think it's gotten a lot better um, as you go through the program. And, but that's the thing. It's like, but you, cause you're learning more, like you yeah. have more knowledge. You're able to come to the same agreement on the same point of some things because they're teaching us the way that they want us to be taught. Yeah. Um, there's always going to be bias to it. There yeah. is that in everything, dude. Yeah. Well, I even you even look at like a sport or something like, like like golf for example. Yeah. A lot of a lot of old heads in golf, and it it doesn't matter. I just use golf because we were talking about it. But a lot of old heads, like if they see like someone who like shanks it off the tee, will start laughing. It's like, why are you laughing? Like you used to be like that. Like shut up. Like it's you just like that. someone dresses different. Yeah, and then it becomes a fad. Yeah, and like. like yeah, it's the same. Thing it's I I don't yeah, and you just gotta learn to live with it. Yeah. I think you know, yeah. like hundred percent, But I mean, not to even talk about what we talked about when we grabbed drinks that one night back in February. But just like, I mean, you've you've gotten scoffed at by like like medical students, mm -hmm. right? Like they think they're. I mean, that this is well known. They think yeah. they're just the best, right? They think they're I mean, the best, but on top of that too, I think the bigger picture for that is. No one really knows that physical therapists are doctors now. Like that was a transition actually here in Anschutz. We were the second program, not first. Shout out Creighton. Uh, <laughs> we were the second program to become a, a doctor program. Yeah. Uh, like it was like, I don't think a lot of general like Joe Schmoes even know that. No. And know? it's like also we're fighting like we're going through a practice act right now. We're fighting Lifetime Fitness uses the DPT logo or the DPT like acronym as a dynamic personal trainer because it's not written in our act in the u.s that dpt doctorate of physical therapy is only to be used by us it's not copyrighted 
So like they can get away with that. So like on top of it, it's like people are confusing. Well, they, they think personal or they think physical therapists or, you know, like what I was kind of alluding to before. We're not doctors. We look at gait. We look at walking. We, uh, we, we, we work people out. Um, we just kind of like oversee them. <laughs> that is crazy. Like it, it, There's a lot of like stereotypical and this happens in every field. Don't get me wrong. But like because of that, a lot of people, even within the medical program here at Anschutz, were like, this is a doctorate program? I'm like, yeah. Like, we we switched this over, like, 20 plus years ago. <laughs> like, where have you been? Like, I know that you were probably around my age. So, like, it's been like this your entire life. Um, but, yeah, it's just really, like, advocacy is, like, huge. Like, we kind of, that brings it back to the history. Our history of, like, physical therapy in general um, I think it's a negative outlook and I was having a conversation with this with another person that like a lot of people don't give it the good grace because it was created by a lot of women and like it's really disappointing that it was like that and we've been on an uphill rise ever since because they've looked down on it just they've looked down on it because of like, like women established yeah, because it, it was, yeah. it was uh, like women established and it's like oh and then on top of it it's not like always medically proven it's like this is good for you in tandem with something else. It is statistically it's so hard to support that man. Though. And like, it's like, well, exercise is good, but then exercise, like too much of a good thing is always true. But like, there's always these outliers. People always, if they aren't hundred percent sold on something, then there's always the outlier of saying, well, that doesn't work. And like the biggest uphill climb that we have is like, well, obviously exercise takes time, you know, like it builds, it takes two weeks to build a habit. And in order to see outcomes of that, you're not going to get to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson overnight. Yeah. Like medication, you could change your uh, blood pressure with just, you know, doing one thing, getting a massage. It feels better in the moment. Chiropractic work feels better in the moment. But the biggest thing about physical therapy is like what I was talking about before, it embodies you, it empowers you to be able to do these things on your own. Yeah. I always joke with patients. I never want to see you ever again. Because like frankly, like you, I've heard that before. You, you don't want to yeah. don't want to keep seeing that person. You don't want them to be coming back with constant injuries. You want to give them the tools that they can do this on their themselves. And I think my philosophy and my theory about like why we're not like seen as that is because we give the people the power to figure it out themselves. And therefore, it's like, well, what have you done for me like lately? You know you scratch my back once and now I've been scratching my own back the entire time. And like, I'm able to figure out all these things. It's like, you're a doctor. Um, I go to my doctor and I try to like, you know, get all these an- questions answered because I don't know them. And they just give you some pill and then they give you some pill. And it's you, like, you don't even have to, they don't, they don't. Yeah. You know, for, you don't think about Whereas it. Whereas you give them the tools. I give, I give you the tools to figure it out. Yeah. I do like, we don't diagnose. That's like big in our practice act. We cannot like pretty much use the word diagnosis. We have to use the diagnosis that we're given from the doctor and say, okay, this is what the prognosis is. Do I agree with it? Yes or no. There, that gets back to the, the power trip too again (laughs) like why is it the mds that are telling you guys like you guys know more about the body than they do right like in terms of motion and stuff like yeah i've talked to a lot of do meds md students and they're like that's the big thing that we're fighting for is like we want to be seen as primary care providers we're actually going through this like whole thing like government i might geek out on this because right now yeah i'm on the board for it in my uh oh you are okay so it's like the american physical therapy association we have all these things on the table and one of them is including like being able to see people direct access that's only in like 30 states in the u.s we're trying to get that pushed federally everyone 
but also we want to be seen like in hospital situations. If you were to go to UC Health, you would need to see a doctor before you went to go see a, a PT. So it's like it's, it's like crazy, it's like 50% man. working, like outpatient, standalone. I don't know. Think of your mom and pop independent physical therapy place. That you can go see that person without seeing a doctor. You have a low back injury, you uh playing spike ball and you uh, dislocate your kneecap god forbid please go some, see someone else don't see us but let's say you like screwed up your knee a little bit you sprained your mcl and you need a little bit of rehab but you're like i don't know where to start you can go see a pt we're trying to get that like pretty much universally across yeah. as well as advocacy for ourselves within the like healthcare like sector um so yeah it's just it's kind of like it's that constant battle of uh like are we seen as professionals who will change something continually or are we someone that just kind of like you see them every once in a while like we could be seen as primary care providers you check in with me every year i'm not going to guarantee that you won't have an injury for the rest of your life but i can give you prehab that's what like our goal is in the healthcare industry in my opinion it should be is to like prevention prevent prevent it's always the best it's the same with my field too man but the thing is is in society and how we live our day-to-day life that'll never happen it's always gonna be rehab we're on the go 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 doing other things like it would be nice to like you get pretty much a physical or a screen people do it in sports all the time yes they get injured but because they are like extraneously like working their body to the breaking point or maybe they haven't been overseen by the proper people like if you have even a personal trainer, I'd advocate for them. Being overseen by someone like that is going to help benefit you through and through. Like, it's just a constant, like, struggle of, like, how much do you want to give before you get burnt out? Yeah. Like, thinking about all these things. So that's why, like, I want to get a sight into what the government is doing and all of this and how Medicare dictates. And let me tell you, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, it's it's... It gives you more of that outlook on like, okay, this is what I can do right now. Yeah. And this is what I can change. And this is how I can be of uh, benefit to the greater good. And it's it, that was like my big point on like admissions. This is your why. This is why I want to do it is because I want to be able to see the whole picture, help someone and give them the tools. I don't want to be the solution every single time. It's yeah. a nuisance. In my opinion, you keep asking questions. I always thought that in like class, which is a bad idea. Like just say like, oh, I have a question. I'll have questions. Yeah. No, you want to learn more. Like that's that's a good thing. You don't want to keep going back to that person for the same thing over and over because it's frustrating, frankly. So we're trying to be the therapist, like mentally and also physically, the physical therapist. That's cool. So I like because then you don't become dependent on the expert. Right. The expert is giving you those tools yeah. and now it's up to you to yeah. like, you go use them and apply yeah, them. Exactly. You know? Who knew this would be a shameless plug for physical? Yeah. <laughs> come, 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 come on, come on, everyone, everyone, come be a PTs or come see your local physical therapist. My name's Jared Maxson. Uh, I'm here all day. <laughs> dude. I, dude. I, I think, and I think a good offshoot of this too is like now that we have you on here and we can like, I guess we could probably just like wrap up on this. Is like, what, what is some good prehab? Like, I mean, I like what comes to mind for me and I know nothing about physical therapy is like, I, I find that like I rarely get injured and I dedicate a lot of that towards like me one. I run like once a week, I usually work out three days a week. And then every night before bed, I'm on this carpet and I'm like stretching it out before bed, like without fail. I don't really like, tell you much then. Like, like, like literally the biggest thing is movement, movement, 
helps the body so much. There's so many, I could go over so many papers right now of how much you need to weight lift. You don't need to. Like whatever your body needs, that's what you need to give it. And the biggest thing that your body needs is movement. Whether that's walking, whether that's running for yourself, being cognizant of where your body's limits are is the biggest thing. You see injuries when you go too far, when you do the wrong thing. Well, in order to prevent that, you work on that. So let's say you want to run. So I'm going to work on running. So therefore, you are preventing an injury and you are maybe taking it 50%. You're working up to it. Maybe not. it doesn't feel like totally like, I don't know, fulfilling for you to be able to like go 100% all the time because you want to put your own, all, all of your effort in. But you yeah. should be able to work up to that 50 to 75%. Pretty much if you're just cognizant of the things of like getting good sleep taking care of your body, making sure it gets movement, making sure that it stretches, making sure that it rests whenever you need to, and then eating right. I can't really say much about it because we don't really have much of a, a platform to, but if you're drinking enough water, choose that. Yeah. If you're if you're like limiting your caffeine, if you are sleeping well, if you are eating right, what your body needs, that's like the biggest thing to prevent injury and to see us. Um, and then also on top of it, like, you could also get an ergonomics uh, like assessment done for like work. That's like a big thing like people don't really think about like too often. You have a standing desk here. That's perfect. That's exactly what we want to see because it puts you in that right body posture. And we were just with the dental students not too long ago. I mean, if you think of a dentist, their neck's cranked over. They're, they're always looking over they're the always patient. Looking over. Yeah. They got the like long glasses that they're looking up and down. People with bifocals, same exact thing. Your neck posture. It's I mean, the two biggest injury points of a human is your neck and your back, which is all connected to the spine. And if you move, there's a thing called regional interdependence. And my, my friends are going to love this because this is literally like the buzzword of physical therapy school. Regional independence? Re- regional inter- interdependence. Interdependence. Okay. So if you think about it, everything's connected to your spine. If you have a back problem, you can work out on your knee and it might get that better. If you have a, like a lower back problem. If you work on your mobility of your thoracic spine, just a little bit higher, it might help your low back. If you work on your hips from your back, your hips might be weak because your back is compensating. That's what we call regional interdependence. One thing might be compensating for the other. You get everything under wraps of mobility and stability and taking care of that. There you are. You're, you're golden. You're set to go. I can't say that you're never going to get injured. I wish that was the case. I'm not going to change anything anatomically, but what I can do is give you the tools to be able to to take care of all of those different spheres and then be able to say, okay, well, I have a neck problem. I need to work on my shoulder strength or maybe need to work on my posture or something like that. There's always different like things. So yeah. like seeing a PT about that, preventing those things, educating is literally like the fi- 50% of what we do. I would sit you down. What do you, what, like you've been to a physical therapist ever, Jeremy? No, no. How a normal PT appointment goes is you walk in, you know, see the, see the PT, Gave them their life, like your life story of like, this is where I am up to this point. This is why I have, let's say, since you're a runner, I have uh, plantar fasciitis on my foot and I've been running and this like starts to happen like five miles in and I just like, I, I can't push through it, but I, I tried to, to get my seven, eight miles. Yeah. And, I, and then it just like bothers me the rest of the day and then it goes away after a while and I like work on a little bit. Well, that right there, like you telling me all those things are, that helps me yeah. to figure out where I need to go. And if we can prevent that from occurring, like being mindful of those things, it might do you some good. So 
that's uh that's kind of always uh my 411 that i like to rely on is that person is exactly what um they have all the tools they yeah just, they just can just utilize them but again downfall and the caveat is it costs uh quite a bit and it's a lot um physical therapists aren't always covered by insurance so seeing me is a lot more expensive than seeing joe next door or a personal trainer that you you pay every every month so that's the one problem where the mercy of uh insurance yeah Yeah. like most healthcare people yeah yeah Yeah. i guess like in looking at it from your standpoint like i guess one thing that comes to mind here is like okay i know i'm going to be doing a new form of exercise and that's going to be like snowboarding like not not in the aspect of like me getting run over by someone you know like i can't prevent that from happening but like did it yeah yeah i i feel like it's bound to happen to me and i'm just gonna have to eat it but yeah like in terms of like preventing an injury an overuse injury you know yeah. let's say i go snowboarding mm-hmm. three days one week like what what would be what would be the muscles do you think like not saying you're an expert in this but just like some things that like come to mind for you because i mean you you've you've personally done snowboarding and like, right would you say work on those muscles like if you can like before yes. you know like biggest thing like so that's that's the biggest thing about that subjective that I was talking about. Getting to know what these people do is how they move their body. Everyone moves differently. You yeah. run, I don't run. Screw running. I did it in soccer. I'm over it. Like, <laughs> that's not for me. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like even with experience, if you haven't done it before, you have a like an idea of like okay, I know how the body moves in this position for snowboarding. You're gonna need good trunk like mobility. So you're gonna need to be able to move like back and forth in order to initiate that turn. Yeah. You also are gonna need like on those toe turns. You need to have one good balance. You need to have good quad control on the front side. And then you need to have good hip mobility and hip stability. And like an overuse injury, in my opinion, for like a lot of lower extremity sports is going to come from your hips because, um, I mean, like there's not a lot of workout machines that are really built for having like good abductor strength. And you're like, glute med is literally like the physical therapists go to if they don't know what's wrong. It's like the muscle that's in the middle of your butt. And if you have back problems, if you have hip problems, even knee problems, it's more than not a glute med problem. So what would I do? I'd I'd strengthen it. Like whatever I find, this is the problem that if you're in PT school, how I'm answering this is it depends. Like literally it depends on how that person moves. Yeah. And if I do have my full assessment. I'll probably do a walking assessment, see if there's any deviations there. I'll do like what you tell me if there's pain in certain points. I'll do some manual muscle tests, like testing out to see if the muscles are injured or if they're uh, like weak or not. I would do the same thing on a prevention thing. I'd screen your whole body and say, okay, you're weak here. You're hypermobile or hypomobile here. I want you to stretch these joints out. I want you to do some mobilization exercises. I want you to strengthen these, these, uh, these muscles primarily. And then once we get that back to we're at a good foundation, then I'd say we're doing a full body and we're going to work on functional based movement. If it's snowboarding, we're going to work on snowboarding movements. We're going to work on your knee stability. We're going to work on your plyometrics. We're going to work on like things that you need to be able to get the job done or as we call them, task related determinants. How do you finish the objective? And that's literally like if you want to break down physical therapy, that's what it is in a nutshell. How do I, how do I, Jeremy, get from point A, boots on, get on the chairlift, get off the chairlift, snowboard down, 
and then do that as much as I would like. Yeah. That's like pretty much the whole thing. And then on top of it is like listening to your body. How tired are you? You have to build up. Like you just like yesterday I went, I think eight runs or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was really busy, but I'm not going to go balls to the wall right away. Like also my body is my work. Like if I break my wrist, I can now no longer do like PT on you for one half of my body. It really affects. That's true. I didn't even think about that. So like I have to make sure that I'm in physically fit condition that I can see that person as well. Like if you, if you like tore ACL, it would, yeah, mentally it's going to suck. Physically it's going to suck. And you might have to work around like how you are doing your research, but like, are you doing physically strenuous activities? It really depends on what your life work is. No, so I that's could, why, I could still do my job right, if exactly. I tore my ACL. So that's why like we see this whole big picture. We paint this picture of this is this person's life. I curate physical therapy around them. You, uh, you get my injury for your elbow, totally different than what my, uh, physical therapy would be. Might have the same exercises, but like the emphasis on what you need to accomplish are different. Yeah. Like your, uh, your snowboarding example, you might not need to use them. You could, I could just put you in cast and give her the beans. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Go back up to Breckenridge hit all the jumps you want. Just don't land on it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of like how I, how I see it and how I think our field is supposed to see it, um, for the most part of how that prevention pieces. Oh, that's sweet, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this is pretty good stopping point. Unless so. there's anything else you wanted to talk about. <sighs> I don't, I don't think you saw, you saw Oppenheimer, right? Yeah, dude. I dressed up as Oppenheimer. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I need to see a picture of this. this yeah, great. dude. It's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, did you do this for like Halloween or anything? Yeah, this is, yeah, that's what I was. Oh, uh, I dressed up as a uh, Appa from, uh, Avatar. You ever seen Avatar? The Last Airbender? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I dressed up dude, as Dude, dude, do you remember, do you remember Hunter, our TA? Oh, yeah. I think you were in that yeah, class, yeah, right? I was in that, I was, yeah, yeah. I was in class, yeah. He was, he, his dog's name is Appa. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Dude, maybe I'll send him this. Yeah, that would be, nice. that'd be funny, the it's podcast. That would be hilarious. See if he wants to tune in. See yeah. if he'll remember it. It's, Dude, yes, that's awesome. And then this is, this is actually him. I mean, you kind of know what he looks oh, like. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Yeah. K4 and everything. Pretty sweet, it. man. Yeah. You even had the, what was that called? The pipe? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I read it. I watched an interview. It was my last thing. I watched an interview with like Killian Murphy. Uh, Christopher Nolan is probably my favorite director. Like I love Interstellar. Really? I love yeah. Inside. Like all those movies. Tenet, like it is what it is. It's really confusing, but I still love it. Killian Murphy is like become one of my favorite actors. I saw him in Peaky yeah. Blinders. And then like, he's just so methodically like, just, just, I, just I so love great. Him, like, he's like, he embodied that character. But it was just really fascinating to hear. Like he did not like eat like anything. Because Oppenheimer was like skinny, super skinny, yeah. didn't eat, and like I remember watching the interview before they went on strike, and they're like, we'd ask him to go out for dinner, and he wouldn't come, because uh, he's like so methodically. That's so it's cool, like, man. It's like people like that, like Heath Ledger, another one, like the Joker, like dude locked himself in the hotel for like I think a month or two during like filming, didn't see anyone. I mean that that's dedication. Uh, rest in peace, my boy. Um, he played the Joker. I don't know if you ever saw the, the Dark oh Knight, the Dark oh you're talking. I was talking about. I thought I was like, didn't Joaquin Phoenix play him? He did. Yeah. yeah Who also did. did like? I just Ray. saw him in theaters with Napoleon Bonaparte. Dude, yeah, yeah, I saw Napoleon. 
Such I, a I took AP Euro in high school. Yeah. So, like, it, it, I was like, oh, my, like, Congress of Vienna. Like, all this stuff was, like, coming back. Yeah, and I dude, was like... Sam, that was awesome. They kind of, like... Honestly, though, they kind of, like, shed him in a pretty bad light, I feel like. Oh, 100%. Like, and, yes, he, like, he led a lot of people to die and stuff. But, like, they, they did show that one scene of him just being, like... I'm not going to, like, spoil it, but being, like, just... He is, like... He is, to a lot of people, I think a lot of historians, known as, like, one of the masters of the battlefield. Oh, 100%. And, like, they didn't... I don't think they did, like, a great job. Like... No. And, like, they didn't show that he literally... Like, he... Like, during his reign, he took over, like, most of Europe. And that that's, like, not because, like, they had all these... I mean, they did have a lot of troops. But, yeah. like, he was great at, like, knowing where the troops needed to be and, like, taking over exactly. countries and stuff. You know? I, I like, agree with you, like... Without too many spoilers, they didn't they didn't really show that at all. Yeah. They really emphasized on his uh, relationship with Josephine. Yeah, okay. which I never even learned about in I, in high school. I mean, like, that wasn't even her name. That's what. Oh really? It, apparently, I did. Dude, I went home, went to YouTube. Yeah, dude, started, I love my history, man. So I, I was like, started watching. So I did yeah. Same thing for Oppenheimer, I was like, it really. De- I think it really depends on the director's vision. Like Oppenheimer yeah. is like. That one was all about the history, his, his bro. History. That's why I loved it, man. Prometheus. It was a biography. Yeah. Most of it was like also written by J. Robert. Like, um, but in this one, I mean, Ridley Scott like said outright that he was like, screw you to all the Frenchmen. Like, I don't care if everything's not real. But yeah, I was kind of yearning, like, without giving too many spoilers, I was kind of yearning for a little bit more of like, how did he come up with this strategy? Yeah. How did this happen? Like, I that would have been cool. Man. That would have been really cool. The movie is what it is. It's it's, it's still a great. It's awesome. Yeah, great um, production, man. Like, kind of funny. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, ever noticed Joaquin Phoenix always plays those really like strange people? Yeah. Yeah. He, lo- he and he does like, a great job at him too. Joker. Man. He was uh, in that like AI movie where he was in love with an AI woman. I don't know if you ever saw. Oh that. my god. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking. Yeah. Weird, weird stuff. But uh, yeah, great movie. Go see it. Uh, Napoleon in theaters now. Yeah. <laughs> check it out. Shameless plug man. once yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dope, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks. Thanks a ton for coming on. And... Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. I love sure. shooting the shit for a little bit. Yeah. Hit you with the daff of and. We'll call it there. Alright, I think we're back and rolling here. This is season. Thank you.